following program may contain forced language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. My name is Paul Pascrillo, and with me tonight I have... Hey everyone, it's V-Lord GTZ. And... Hey, what's up? It's your boy Alien Renegade. And bringing up the rear. Hey, it's uh, Caboose Jr. Yeah! And welcome to the first podcast of the year for us, so... Oh, snap! I figured it was time to actually do one for once. Um, but also we were kind of waiting to see what news Toonami was going to drop again. And well, we found out today. So we thought, what the hell? We might as well just do it today. So, um, let's kind of backtrack just a little bit. Um, as it was announced about two weeks ago, out of nowhere, Sword Art Online, Alicization, War of Underworld, uh, debuted last Saturday on Toonami, um, Obviously, that's the English dub for those of you that are listening. And I don't know about you guys, but I was a little surprised that they turned it around that quick. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same the same place that Alicization first part premiered last year. So, yeah, I think it was wasn't it like I think it was February, actually, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I, I don't keep track of these things. So, um, but yeah, I, I thought this was a really quick turnaround because they, they debuted, they debuted the show in October, the, the sub of it, obviously. So for this to kind of be turned over that quickly is pretty good. And honestly, it goes to show that all the anime companies here in the United States are starting to up their game, which is really good. So I'm glad to see that. Yeah. So um, obviously that's playing episode one played last weekend. Episode two is playing tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, Saturday. And um, yeah, so we have that now. And then today we got a new schedule from Toonami and Basically, we all thought, well, a lot of us thought I should say that we were going to get a brand new show or a certain show would be added back in, Berto. And that didn't happen. Basically, what they did was is they chopped off 4 a.m., which now makes Toonami from 11 to 4, not 4.30. And Demon Slayer got an upgrade and moved up an hour. And I know V-Lord and Alien are very happy about that. So Very, very happy. Absolutely. So, yeah, so Demon Slayer got an upgrade. Um, it's finally ahead of Food Wars. I know a lot of people were complaining about that. So um, it's good to see that happen. And we'll actually be talking about that just a little bit later, too. I know we have a Demon Slayer podcast. I get it. Why are we talking about Demon Slayer on the Toonami Faithful podcast? Well, I mean, oh, we're... We'll, 
Go ahead, Caboose. I'm sorry. I, I feel no. I was add, I was adding in ban- I was adding in banter. I like saying I feel ripped off. You feel ripped That's off. Like, Why do you feel ripped yeah. off? Because we're never mind. It's a shitty joke. Way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, people are kind of expecting Berto to come back, but I, I don't know. I don't know if maybe that's just a final thing for now, or if it actually is never going to come back. I tend to think that once Jojo's done, they probably will bring it back, but we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but, um, yeah. So Demon Slayer now is at 1230. Um, we're on what episode guys? Cause I, I can't remember what episode we're on now. I've seen all of them up to now, but I can't remember for the life of me. The most recent episode was episode 12, right? I think. Okay. And, yeah, and I think, this. Yeah, I think it was 12. And the series has 26 episodes, right? Yes, okay. 26 episodes. So we're about, we're about at the halfway point. So this is a good time to kind of talk about Demon Slayer. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see in the next few weeks when Dr. Stone goes away. Um, and actually, well, no, I think we're, we still got a, several more episodes for My Hero Academia, right? So that's not going anywhere too soon, right? I mean, Hero Academia is not even done in Japan yet. So. Oh, okay. So we're – well, okay. Damn. So so we're still – okay. So, yeah. I mean, we, we got plenty of episodes to go with that, so I don't think we have to worry about that. But, you know, Dr. Stone's coming up, and we'll have to see what replaces that show. So um, – who knows at this point could be something out of the blue that we didn't even think about. So it really could just be anything at this point. Yeah. Give me K Joe. <laughs> Joe blood blockade, no guns life. Just throw it all on there. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see what happens, honestly. So, but I've learned to trust Toonami at this point, so I'm not going to, doubt them anytime soon plus they just they just put a new tom out why would you put a new tom out if toonami was gonna go anywhere that doesn't make any sense not at all so yeah so let's talk about demon slayer by the way this is a perfect time to plug that v lord has a podcast called the demon slayer podcast um and you know he puts out episodes when he can, <laughs> but, uh, basically I think you can kind of explain it V Lord better than I can, but, uh, just tell the people what, what the demon slayer podcast is and how it works, so to speak. Yeah. So as you'd expect from the title, we talk about demon slayer. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes, you wouldn't have guessed, No, but Primarily right now, we're talking about the English dub, as well as the new chapters of the manga, and we release separate episodes of both of those, and yeah, we just try to cover anything and everything Demon Slayer, and then, of course, we have people on, like, you've been on, of course, Paul, Alien's been on, and a lot of other people have come on to just talk about the series, and it's just a really fun time. It's a really chill podcast. So if you like Demon Slayer, or want to hear more about Demon Slayer, definitely listen to it. And uh, you can find you can find the podcast. The main hub of it is anchor.fm slash Demon Slayer podcast. So you can 
listen to it there. If you haven't listened to any episodes, I would suggest going from the beginning. We've kind of slowed down a little bit, which will make it easier for you guys to catch up. So um, hopefully you guys will listen to it. And in case there's any confusion, if it says like episode and a number, that's just the that's just the regular episodes where we talk about the dub of uh, Demon Slayer. And then any episode that has an M in it is talking about the manga episodes. So you can also just read the description because we literally say what we're going to cover <laughs> in that episode. I'm trying to make it so easier, like, V-Lord. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, if you just pay attention, you'll you'll be able to figure it out. We also have an interview on there with uh, Brooke Chalmers, the voice of Sakonji Rokodaki, which was also really fun to record. Paul was also on that. Yes, yes. First time that I've ever had a voice actor literally be like, so when are we recording? When are we recording? So... <laughs> That that was interesting. I'm like, oh, okay. Somebody actually wants to record with us. This is great. Not that anybody yeah, doesn't, he, but you know what I mean? Like it's 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 kind of interesting to see that happen. So um yeah, go check that out. That won't be the last interview we do on the Demon Slayer podcast, and that's all I'm gonna say. So um but yeah, so since we're talking Demon Slayer, we might as well talk about it here on the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. So um Let's kind of go from episode one through episode 12, which we've kind of, you know, obviously that's where we're at. Episode 13 will be uh, in a couple days here on Toonami. So um, why don't you talk a little bit about that, V-Lord? Yeah, so a lot of what's been covered in Demon Slayer so far is mostly the introductory parts of the story. Obviously... We started out with Tanjiro's family being murdered by a demon. Nezuko was turned into a demon. And now the story is kind of going through Tanjiro and Nezuko trying to find a way to cure Nezuko of like her kind of demonic ailment. So throughout the story so far, Tanjiro... Got to get super strong by training with uh, Urokodaki. And then he took the uh, exam that basically officially makes him a demon slayer. And now we've kind of been going through kind of a monster of the week type structure for a little bit. Um, He fought a few different demons here and there. Uh, But now in the current episodes... It's starting to now expand the cast further. So in the most recent episode, we got introduced uh, to Inosuke, who is a very uh, popular character in the series. And even before that, we got introduced to Zenitsu, um, who is kind of the character that people are very mixed upon because he kind of is annoying and screams a lot. Yeah, yeah. Explain him to me a little bit, because I'm I'm kind of confused. Like, and by the way, if you haven't seen episode, I, I believe this happened in episode twelve. Spoilers. Move forward through the podcast, whatnot, whatever. Um, but Damn. this last episode, where like he like, I think he passed out, and then all of a sudden he just like snapped and became like a really good demon slayer and then all of a sudden went back to his normal self can you explain that to me a little bit yeah so that's uh zenitsu's basic gimmick 
whenever he falls asleep or passes out, he gets crazy strong. Mm. So it'd just be it, like it's kind of yeah, it'd just be like that. They do explain why it's that way later. But it, it, for now, it's just kind of his whole shtick. Um, honestly, as much as I uh, uh, talk sh- like shit about Zenitsu, he is a really good character. I, I like him a lot. But I feel it definitely takes a while to get acclimated to him. And like once you understand where he's coming from and why he acts the way he does, uh, his character becomes a lot more compelling. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I also feel the same way about Inosuke. Like, Inosuke is kind of a terrible person in the main main episode that we've seen so far of him. Like, he literally steps on a child. (laughs) And I was kind of surprised, too, because people make fun of how, like, he sounds like Kirito or, you know, every other character that he does. But he didn't really, he didn't sound too much like that. Which kind of surprised me because I was just like, okay, well, at least it doesn't sound like Aaron or Kirito. <laughs> so, yeah, I said that on the um, on the Demon Slayer podcast episode where he first appears. Yeah. Is that um, Bryce Pappenbrook channeled like another role of his, kind of a lesser known role of his, but uh, Staz from Bloodlad. It was a lot lower and a lot more growly than his normal roles. And so, like, with Hinosuke, he took that kind of like what he did with that role and just made it even more growly. And I really, really liked it. So he's the, he's the uh, mystery fifth demon slayer, right? Is that, is that where we're at here? Yes. So, um, like way back when, uh, the whole, like, uh, demon slayer final selection happened, you see like a character mention, Oh, Hey, there were five people who passed this exam, but we only saw four of them, obviously. So Inosuke is kind of that fifth person. Well, it, it was the it was the main guy that was that said five, but and they didn't they didn't know that, right? Because because there was only they said you're the you're the ones that passed the exam, but they didn't mention how many there were. And then the one guy said five, and we're all like kind of like, huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll find out who this other person is. And then we eventually did. So, um, how do you like Steve Bloom doing, uh, doing this character? Oh yeah. The drum demon, a uh, kill guy. Yeah. I think he's doing an amazing job. Like, I mean, Steve Bloom always does like a great job in like whatever role he does, but here, like you can really just like, feel the intimidation coming off of him like it's just such a chilling performance yeah man i'm just happy to hear him in another anime again sure I would, yeah I would like think. uh we mentioned this uh on the podcast but we really don't get to hear steve in that many anime nowadays so it's it's nice yes i would agree with that so um let's see what else Trying to think of us. Oh, well, you know, Tanjiro actually makes friends with some demons, too. So we should talk about that a little bit as well. That's kind of backtracking a little bit, but... I wouldn't really call it so much making friends with them. I mean, I, I think they kind of formed a relationship, though, because, you know... 
I mean, like that was one of the main draws of Tanjiro's character for a lot of people is that he's like chock full of sympathy, which you know you don't see a lot in Shonen things, and I'm pretty sure we all said this during the first episode. But like, yeah, like it seems to be a common theme in Demon Slayer. It's just like you see this evil, evil ass demon. They kill people, and you're just like, ah, oh, I hate this person. I want them to die, and then right in their final moments, you get this really feelsy flashback or just this kind of moment of like, you know, weakness that the demons actually show. And then you're just like, Oh, okay. Now, now, now my heart hurts. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like the way I always like to compare demon slayer is like a mix between the kind of darker elements of Hunter Hunter and the sympathetic elements of Shaman King. Mm. And for people who haven't like read or watched Shaman King, the big thing there is like, regardless of how terrible these people are or who these characters come from, they have a human aspect to them that still makes you sympathetic to uh, their actions. And I feel that's what Demon Slayer tries to do that. Sure, these demons are basically murderers. They're not good people, but they come from backgrounds that caused their lives to warp in this manner, either from tragedy or hardships that just warp their mindset. And Tanjiro is trying to kind of uh, understand that and try to find a common ground with that. Hmm. Hey, don't forget a little spice from evil Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Muzan is the one exception to that rule, interestingly. Like, there is nothing really sympathetic about him. He is a legitimately terrible person, just for the sake of being terrible. And I feel like the series will probably eventually kind of get to the point where Tanjiro has to kind of face that reality that he can't see the good in everyone. Right. Which is kind of an interesting dynamic. I mean, I, I find it interesting well, while we're talking about him. I find I find it interesting that he actually has a wife and a kid, but neither the wife nor the kid look or or are I should say demons. So I'm interested to kind of see where that dynamic comes in, or if maybe that's kind of some kind of mirage, so to speak, because. You know, it's it, it looks like he cares about them, so you're kind of like okay, but your daughter's not a demon, so were you always a demon? And if you were, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> so it, it's it's really weird. You know what I mean? I mean, they did mention that uh, that Muzan was like the first person, or like one of the first people to turn into a demon. Hmm. So, so he's so he's not the main demon then. Technically, it's kind of complicated. They they explain Muzan's backstory like way way later in the series, so that's like huge spoilers. Okay, so don't tell me. But <laughs> it, it, it's it's not it's not as straightforward as you think. Mm. What I will say though is that Muzan's mindset is that everyone around him is an object to reach his own goal, like. He doesn't view anyone with equal value to himself. 
So so does that so that would include his wife and his kid? I mean, technically yes. they're like not his, I guess. But. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, don't There's don't, don't go any farther. Thing we, we, yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that whole thing in it's like that whole thing in JoJo Part 4 when when Kira takes the, you know, the face of that one random ass dude that he killed and then kind of weaseled his way into his family's life, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah, the thing is, yeah. they never really explain how it works, but that's kind of the implication. Mm. Okay. All right. I also find it interesting that he, like, he has all of these demons at his, like, fingertips, so to speak. And if they ever, like, speak his name, they die. I'm kind of, yeah. That, that's really weird to me. Like, I, I don't understand that part. <laughs> like, why? So they, uh, Tamio explains it in the episode that that happens, but like, it's so that the demons can't cooperate to rebel against him. So obviously, he's giving them all these powers. So like, in theory, let's say like a hundred demons or something wanted to just group up and go like beat the crap out of them. If he puts that rule in place, it becomes that much harder. Um, he's basically just making them slaves. Yeah, but so they, but they could, couldn't they still rebel against him? Just not mention his name, and they would be fine. Or does it work that if they try to do any kind of rebellion, then they would just die? Pretty much is that, is that how it is? Pretty much. So he can basically like kill them anytime he wants. Okay. Right. Like we we saw in like one of the recent episodes uh, with the drum demon. When he used to be kind of an upper rank uh, member of the Kizuki. Yeah. Uh, when Muzan realized that, oh, hey, you're not becoming any more strong. Let's just get rid of you. And he, like, just crushes, like, his eyeball. Like, without having to do anything. He's basically, like, linked to all these demons. And he can just, like, shut them off like a light bulb. Hmm. Okay. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just don't understand why these, why these, why they wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, he can just kill anybody anytime he wants to. It, it, the, it, the, that one episode made it out. Like if they just mention his name, they're dead. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, that's yeah. just, that's pretty much just assurance. <laughs> Yeah, he's pulling uh, Yoshikage Kira. He doesn't want anyone to find out about his ordinary life. So if he, so if they say like his real name instead of Sir, then they die. Even if they're talking to him. Wow, that's just yeah. Wow, that's fucked up. (laughs) That's really fucked up. And that's the thing about Muzan Kibutsuji. He does not give any fuck. So he's basically yeah, he's just a manipulative monster. So basically, he's a smooth criminal. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All, right. All right. Hey, I had to go there. I'm I'm sorry. Fine. I do like how now there's also this kind of other direction going where uh, that one demon she's trying to figure out how to cure Nezuko. So that's going to be kind of interesting, hopefully down the line to see if she can figure something out. Um, 
But I'm guessing, and obviously you can't give spoilers, both of you, but I'm guessing this is kind of along the lines of like the whole, you know, vampire Dracula thing. Like you can't basically break the curse unless that person dies kind of thing. I'm guessing that's how it works. The thing is, it doesn't even really work like that. It's it's really? a bit complicated. God, is this everything in this series going to be complicated? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it will be. But uh, speaking of Tamayo... <laughs> yes, read the manga. But <sighs> uh, speaking of Tamayo, I, I really love her introduction into the series. Like, I feel like it all kind of like helps break down that barrier that, oh, hey... Nezuko is just an exception to the rule and all other demons are bad. Uh, but that's not the case. There are demons like Nezuko out there that are trying to fight on the side of humanity and actually care about other people. And I, I really love the scene where Nezuko actually uh, visualizes Tamiyo and uh, Yushiro as her siblings. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because it, it before, like, the whole hypnosis on that is supposed to be, okay, this only works on humans, and the humans are your family. But it's not humans in just a pure sense, it's who Nezuko views as human, and Tamiyo and Yushiro embrace these human traits. Right. Hmm. It's, you know, it, it's it's kind of... That is seeing that, but also like earlier on during the exam when Tanjiro kills that huge demon, like seeing, seeing like how like you're like, oh, this demon's such an asshole for like killing all these people. But then you notice that, you know, this, this demon was basically like scarred before he, he turned into a demon. So it, it it kind of shows like there's a lot of human side to some of these demons, even if they're just like this, these evil creatures walking around. So I, I've kind of noticed that too. Um, and I, and I feel like the, these two are kind of, these two demons are kind of like, I mean, she turned, she turned, um, what's his name? I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, she turns him into a demon because if she doesn't, he's going to die. So, um, that, you know, that's interesting to see because she's not normally the one turning people into demons. And then, you know, to kind of see that she's trying to, that she not see, but like to hear her say like, yeah, I've healed a lot of humans. You know, it, it feels like. And I guess maybe we'll we'll build upon this a little bit more farther down the road, but that she may have gone on like maybe a killing spree or turning people into demons kind of spree. And maybe she's trying to atone for that. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure we'll get some more character development on her, but, you know, it's interesting to see like definitely like this, this, person that's supposed to be evil and should be doing all this, all these bad things. And then she's trying to help people. So I'm interested to see how, she, how that uh, farther down the road comes in. Yes. Maybe I should read the manga, but you know what? Hey, I like the anime. Never mind that. So <laughs> I will, I will say that's actually something that has recently come up in the manga too. Oh really? So yeah, uh-huh. it, 
it, it's very interesting stuff. And one thing I really like about Demon Slayer um, is that it foreshadows all these subtle details about its characters super far in advance. Like, even in the first episode when we see uh, Giyu uh, face off against Tanjiro. Right. Uh, Giyu gets, like, super mad at Tanjiro for how he's acting. And that is a reflection of what we learn about him way later in the series. Like, probably, like, far later into the publication of the series. Like, I think, like, one or one and a half to two years later. So it's... It's interesting that uh, the creator, Gotoge, really planned out a lot of these story beats super far in advance. And the anime is even capitalizing on that more by um, a lot of the various silhouettes that you see in the series are kind of the finalized designs for characters that will show up later, like even past where the anime has covered. So it's really cool that the anime is kind of just emphasizing those details even further. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, this series seems to be rich in a lot of detail going forward. I'm kind of hoping, and I think it is slowly becoming like another, my hero academia kind of show or dragon ball Z super, whatever you want to call it at this point type of show. So I'm, I'm hoping that, this this show will go on forever. I hope at some point somebody makes the joke and Inuyasha and, and Tantra face off at some point. That would be funny. Um, not in the series, obviously, but just, you know, somewhere on the ice. It's funny, too, because, like, there are a lot of Inuyasha comparisons yeah. you can make with Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like, you would sit there and think to yourself, like, you know... Why don't we do something with this? Because <laughs> you know, you know, people would want to see that because that would be hilarious. Even if it was just like a, a short, like mini series kind of thing, where you know they have to team up to take down somebody. I mean, that that would be interesting to me. But you know, we don't we don't get to see that, We're, and we probably never will. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better start not, commissioning I... some fanfic writers then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like Bleach. Somebody else has to do the fan series. So, you know, like, uh, who knows? Yeah. I'm really happy, though, that Demon Slayer has become as huge as it has. Like, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the anime just being a really great adaptation. Like, especially, uh, I think it's episode 19 yep. is the one that blew up on Twitter. That one, I think, is, I think, what really put it over the edge and a lot of people started yeah. watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see how people react to that episode on Tanami. But even beyond that, I think it's just a series that's just brimming with potential for kind of future sequels. Like yeah. obviously there's the movie coming out. God knows when later this year, but I do hope that we get like, a second season beyond that too. I think there will and just be. really kind of make more of it. I think there like will when be. you're when you're outselling One Piece in Japan, yeah. you know you're doing something right, dude. I mean, it's it's pretty much inevitable that this is probably going to have its own like amusement park. I mean, if One Piece has its own amusement park and it's outselling One Piece, 
chances are that not only is this show going to get more seasons, but you're going to see like another, like an amusement park pop up overseas there. So merchandising yeah merchandising. I mean, I, i'm not sure if that will happen because like one piece will be around far longer than demon slayer like <laughs> demon slayer is kind of nearing its end i, I feel i mean i i don't know i i feel like and th- this is this is more in general but i i feel like what they're trying to do is they're trying to find series that can do something like a bleach a naruto a dragon ball series um and I mean, they found that pretty much in like um, My Hero Academia, for example. I mean, I, I just saw something on social media about they're planning like ten more movies for My Hero Academia. Yikes. Like, I don't know if that's rumor or that's true, but like, if that is true, I mean, that shows you that they're going to try to mine this show as long as they possibly can. So, I mean, Demon Slayer is popular as popular as it's becoming, and I mean. Obviously, it's outselling One Piece. It just it, it just makes sense at this point to continue the series, the anime. So I, I do see this continuing on. I don't know how many episodes it would go. I don't know how far they want to go with the manga, but I see that happening. It, 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 but, you know, I, I kind of hope, and this might veer off a little bit from what we're talking about, but I kind of hope that while they're doing these things and trying to find the series that can last long, longer than just, you know, having 24 or 12 episodes. Like I kind of hope they go back to series that should get more seasons like Hunter Hunter, for example, or even finishing off bleach, you know, like there's, there's a market for that kind of stuff still. And, and I feel like they need to kind of hit on those series as well, because if they don't, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot at this point. But, you know, I mean, we got all these other series, Dr. Stone, you know, like I mentioned before, my hero academia, uh, fire force seems to be doing well. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. What? What? Oh, Jesus. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Somebody likes Fire Force. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not doing as well as you think. No, it's not doing as well as I think? Okay. Yeah. No, oh. it's not. Okay, well, I guess yeah, we'll take Fire, Fire, Fire Force, Force is like... Go ahead. Fire Force is kind of a sad situation, I feel, because there's so much love being put into that anime. There is. But it's just not doing well in Japan. And, I mean... <sighs> This is this is probably a longer conversation than I really want to have, but I mean we've had this on previous com uh, previous podcasts where we've said like you know it, it would be nice for Japan to kind of look at the American market and I mean I don't I don't know like you guys know better than me if Fire Force is doing okay over here or not, but you know if a series is doing really well over here and it's selling and it's doing what it's supposed to. Why wouldn't you make more episodes of it? You know what I mean? It's the kind of the, the same thing with Dead Men Wonderland. You know? Like, it, it just makes sense to make either reboot it or make a, make more seasons of it because it became so popular over here that people were, like, literally jonesing for another season of it and they didn't do anything with it. So, you know, I, I just I, – I really hope that, you know – 
they don't just make these things for Japan because if they're just doing that for Japan, they're missing out. You know what I mean? They're missing out on yeah, a lot of good things. I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I think yeah. the industry is definitely trying to go that direction. And, and, like, even with Fire Force, like, Funimation is on the production committee for it. And, and I'm, So, like, there's clearly, like, an intention that, right. okay, we want this for an international audience. Because, obviously, Soul Eater has, like, a huge presence internationally. Oh, God. Even more so than arguably in Japan itself. Love that series. So it kind of just made sense. Yeah. I mean, I can attest to that. Last, like, the local con I went to in September... I saw like a couple Soul Eater cosplayers. I was just like, "Oh wow!" I, I, my first experience with Soul Eater was seeing it on Toonami because you know I, I like to do that, and I know people make fun of me for that. But number one, the experience is a lot better when you watch a series on Toonami. But number two, you know, you just get into it a lot more because you, you're talking to other people as you're watching it on on the block. And that, that's kind of one of the things I've been saying lately. I mean, even with demon slayer, like you're talking with people, you're, you're connecting with people, you're getting a different experience as if you were just going to go watch it and stream it. You know what I mean? So, but the one thing I do want to say is like with the lack of American animation that happens, and I'm not talking about like a Rick and Morty, I'm talking about like an action cartoon show where most or 90% of them are happening either either on Disney on one of Disney's services or channels or DC is putting out their DC in movie form and not necessarily in series form. I mean the only thing that we really have gotten is like Young Justice um oh Harley Quinn Harley Quinn I was going to say that. Yeah. I mean so I mean don't forget Netflix yeah, Netflix I mean, is like the other big one. Probably right. even Netflix though, I feel has kind of shifted yeah, away from a lot of action it. animation. Like they're doing foreign action animation, but less True. stuff that's being produced within right. the US. Exactly. And and that's the thing. Like they're like the last big thing I felt like they had. And by the way, I mean I, I know, I do know that they're coming out, they're they're doing another or they're doing their own He-Man series, but I mean, other than that, I feel like it's just sci-fi, anime, and comedy on Netflix at this point. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? mean. There's the Castlevania animated series, right? And and that's but like, yeah, that's that's kind of it, though. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, everybody's shifting to anime, so it just it, it just makes sense to just don't cater to just Japan, cater to everybody because either way, you're gonna make money. <laughs> either way yeah. you're gonna make the money and why not do it if people want more do it i mean you guys just said soul eater if they went and they did a spin-off series of soul eater people would eat that shit oh they did it's putting the gloves off let's go so, come so on so it's so it's so bad that i didn't even hear about it okay yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. It's, called, it's, it's called soul eater not Oh wait, yeah, no, no, no. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, it's very much it was, not Soul Eater. It was so it was so bad that Paul erased it from his memory. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> so. But not if like they made like a remake of Soul Eater though that yes. just like fully adapted yeah, the story. Sure. I think that would do crazy well. Yes. Yeah. Like that's like my number one anime. I want to get a remake. Be Soul Eater. Mm. Yeah. And there's clearly still a market for it too, because like yeah. 
There's yeah. merchandise re-releases of it still. There's new manga releases of it coming out. It's still like a very lucrative market. And I think as uh, the industry kind of goes more towards looking at the international space, I think stuff like that will happen. But I'm surprised stuff like a Bleach final act hasn't happened, like you said. Yeah. like That just seems like a no-brainer. That, yeah. That's just that's crazy, printing though, like, money. You look at it. Like when you look at it, it's just like like the entire Bleach fan base at this point is pretty much like on the like on the west side of things. Like yeah, like there are still people that fervently talk about Bleach, and yeah. like I was actually really surprised when I just saw that and just saw like I just saw this entire thread of like thousand plus comments of people wanting a continuation of the Bleach anime, and I'm just like, well, damn. I mean that that the and I can't remember what his name is, but. The guy that was was doing the final arc in a fan version uh, on his YouTube channel. I mean, his, his video did like over a million views just for a 15. I think it's a 10 to 15 minute episode. You and know what I mean? What's that? And they got Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably guarantee you that he did it for free. He like, did. Actually, so, um, I did but, ask him about that when um, when I went to that con. At his panel, I actually asked him a question about that, and he said um, somebody brought it to his attention. And he, so the first thing he did, he emailed the creator, "Hey, you guys need, still need an Ichigo," and he just did it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. That's why I love him. Yeah. That's awesome. So I mean, I, I just, I really hope that these creators over in Japan just kind of notice. And I, and I mean, they, they say that they notice this stuff, but I really feel like they need to start noticing a lot more, especially here in the United States, because there's a huge market for animes. And and that's the reason why there's so many anime conventions because people want more. They're craving the, the action that they're not getting anymore. I mean, me and me and sketch joke about it because you know, we're both 35 years old but we we had it really well in the '90s, man. The, the late '80s, early '90s, we had a, a real good plethora of fucking action cartoon shows, man. And you know, it, I I think tsunami so many times for the, for bringing over the anime because you know it, it's you know once it started to go downhill, and they just started making this. Well, we think kids will like this crap. Um, it, it, you know, there was nothing else for, for, for like my age group, you know? So I'm glad that they're actually doing more of this. I'm hoping that more demon slayer gets made. I'm hoping all these other series continue to be made because, you know, we crave that we want that and, and it, and it needs to happen, you know? So I, I'm 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 really excited to see like you know Promise Neverland is at the end of the year, um, Attack on Titan the final series I believe is in the fall I think. Um, yeah, same season as Neverland. So you know shortly after it debuted the sub debuts I'm sure at least we'll get Attack on Titan, um, Fire Force same way shortly after it debuts we'll probably get that back on the block um whenever dr stone because they did announce a new season of dr stone so we'll we'll get that um i'm assuming i'm assuming that they would continue to do that um but you know we can kind of talk about this real quick because i i feel like we've we've talked enough about demon slayer 
Um, is there something that you guys are looking forward to other than what we, we think is coming back to Toonami um, that you want to see on the block this year? Well, I've mentioned it before, but I think a really good show would be Jujutsu Kaisen, which is getting anime this year. Mm. It's another big Shonen Jump title. The staff behind it is apparently really good, and it already has a lot of buzz building up. So I think that could be like the next Demon Slayer for this year. What about, and you guys can answer this more, because again, I'm not... I'm not as deep as you guys are into the anime community, but what about, um, I've heard, what is it? Shield hero? No, no, no. no is it that bad? Okay. All right. Um, I, I mean, to be fair, people do like shield hero. We, but like, I personally would not want shield hero on the block. Is it that bad? Shield hero is fucking it's, garbage. Son. Okay. It's very problematic. It has some questionable, hmm stuff in it <laughs> i love how you heard like questionable stuff in it okay uh, go ahead caboose you haven't talked that much go ahead i i have no idea <laughs> I, I don't pay attention to any anime bs i I'm, really don't i i've stopped caring <laughs> like whatever airs airs mm. like i'll just watch all the stuff on the block like I can't think of the last show I watched that wasn't on Toonami. Hmm. Um, Honestly, that's fair. The the fucking anime <laughs> with the hamster girl. With the hamster girl, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, she's a heckin' weeb, and she wears a. Oh, Umaru, god damn it. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was the last one I watched, and I'm like, okay. Because well, I could sketch and Duelist got me into it. And I'm like, all right. Of course they did. Of course they did. Yeah. Of course oh, they did. I, I know a show that Alien would like would love to see come back to the block. But I know which one that would be. Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's I thought you were definitely... going to say Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love for them. I would love for them to show the next season of it because I, I mean, mean they I, did show they did show know. the original series, but I mean, I heard it's yeah. better. Like I heard, Rhee I don't was like, know. I heard B was better than Rude A, but still pretty bad in anime form. It's better in Rude A in that it actually follows the basic plot of the manga. <laughs> But it's still terrible because it's kind of a rushed mess. Ooh. There you have it. All right, let's scratch that one off the list. Um. <laughs> but in all honesty, though, like thinking about recent shows, I can't really think of much because a lot of the recent shows that I would like are on Netflix or on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Like um, a couple of weeks ago, I actually went through all of Carol and Tuesday on Netflix, and that show was absolutely fantastic. And I know because it's on Netflix, we're not going to get it at all. So that's it, a damn it's so sad too because I think that would have done really well on Tanami. And I wouldn't be surprised if like they actually tried to get it when like it was having a bidding war, but I guess it just wasn't meant to be. I'm, like, I, I mean. I mean, you do keep in mind, too, and again, this hasn't happened a lot, but do keep in mind that Netflix has slowly and every once in a great while 
like been like, Hey, do you want to license the show that we made kind of thing? So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, maybe some of these become available. I don't know if Toonami would go after them because I don't know how much Netflix would charge for that. But there again, you know, it does seem like and Netflix needs to do this to make money. Um, <laughs> I just want um, them to give us home video releases for stuff, man. Just sub-licenses that out to anime mm-hmm. companies that will distribute like, it. Like, they, they did it for Seven Deadly Sins Season 1, and then there's just didn't really do it again. Well, again, they did it to Viz for uh, Castlevania, but yeah, that's about it. Castlevania, Blame, and then Sentai got like Ajin and Knights of Sidonia. Right. That's really it. It's so frustrating because like all of these shows would make money. Like people would buy a Devilman Crybaby release. Like especially Violet Evergarden with how pretty that is. It's a crime that we're never going to get that shit on Blu-ray because it would look so amazing. Um, it looked like, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down for that, sure. I mean, I, yeah, I, I would say never say never for like shows that are like on Netflix or Amazon to come to the block, but I just find it unlikely. Yep. I mean, although I do think that Sentai does have a couple really good picks that I think would be good for the block. Oh, throw them down. Let's go. Like, a few few months ago, I bought a whole bunch of anime from their sales and um about two anime that i hadn't really seen before but i got recommendations for them and i watched them they were pretty good both uh princess principal and made in abyss i think both of those would make pretty good mm. tsunami shows i agree i mean there, there's been some there's been some older shows i mean what you know at at the point that this this episode comes out, there'll be an article kind of saying of shows that we we think that Toonami should be on, or Toonami should have put on, I should say. But um, you know, Psychopaths. Well, yes, that one Psychopaths ah. is like one of those shows where you go, why wasn't that on? Um, you know, um, I would love Psychopaths. to see Yorman. I would love to see Yorman gone on there, but there, I yes. There's some questionable things in the second part of it that I, I'm like, I understand why it's not on there. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's just there's just a couple animes out there. Where I'm just like, I mean, for example, this is a perfect one that just came to just came to me because they just announced a third season of it, like Log Horizon. I don't know how good the anime is, but. You know, people have requested that for Toonami before, you know. I, I, season one is good. Season two was weird. <laughs> well, I mean... I, Hopefully season three will be better. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't see why they can't try to bring some of these shows on. You know, who knows? There might be a Gundam that they may get their hands on that we may see this year. I mean, it, it seems like once a year we end up having a Gundam, which is fine. Um, I think Gundam is kind of gone away here in the United States of America. So I, I don't know if as long as they put it towards the end of the block, I think they're fine. Like they did with the last time, but yeah, I think the big issue right now with Gundam is that the Gundam series that are coming out are more about promoting the gunpla. Like it's yeah. the build fighter series. Yeah. Which are really good, but they're not really meant for the Tanami audience. Right. They're aimed at like very like younger children. It's mm-hmm. kind of like basically what, like if you watch like Beyblade back when that that anime was airing, it's like that, but with Gundam 
models. It's literally Gundam Beyblade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not going to lie, though. I would totally love to see Bill Fighters on Tanami, but considering that it got a shitty-ass Southeastern Asian dub, uh, nah. But I guess the we did get Bill, Bill Diver. Diver's series got a good dub, though. Yeah, that one got but th- those dub. first two seasons. Yeah, they they sound like they sound terrible. <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what what uh, Toonami pulls out of out of their hats, so to speak. I'm not really sure what's like coming in English when it comes to Gundam, because the only thing I know of is the Gundam Seed remaster, and I don't think they would want to show Gundam Seed again. Well, I mean, a lot of the big Gundam Ow. productions right now are films and OVAs. Yeah, yeah. Like they're doing a the Hathaways Flash uh, film series soon, but I I don't think stuff like that will show up on Tanami since yeah. because like we aren't really showing films on the block anymore. Right. I mean that from what I from my understanding, it's if a film shows up on Tsunami, it's basically. Sentai or Anaplex and cause this probably won't be Funimation or Viz. Let's be honest. Um, that just comes to them and goes, Hey, here's this movie. Do you want to play it for virtually no money? <laughs> and they're like, sure. Why not? Like the, the last one I think was from Sentai. Yeah. I believe. So, so they chase lost voices. Right. So uh, I mean, mind game. Oh wait, shit. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And that probably didn't cost them anything either. So, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that pop up every once in a while. I don't know if that would happen this year or anything. But, you know, my my thing is always with the movie thing is if you're going to do that, don't repeat it the year after. <laughs> Just if you're going to do it, play it one year and then change up the movies the next that's what screwed it up in the first place because it did well the first time. And then the second time it went through, the only movie that did well was the DBZ Broly movie because, yeah. because they had already seen the other ones. You know what I mean? So again, I, I, I don't, I don't have a problem if they do that, but just do it, change it up every year. I think the big problem though, with getting movies like, like they've mentioned before is that because of the cost of them, you have to keep it for a year. They have to keep it for a year and the cost of them doesn't justify just one airing. You're not going to get a return on that. So that's why we aren't really seeing movies anymore. Yep. So, I mean, kind of a shame considering that the demon Slayer movie is going to literally follow the plot of the last episode. So it was just like, Hmm. And it's a very important plot point. Like, very. The story arc that it's covering is crucial for the rest of the series. By the way, you know, we didn't we didn't talk about this, but um, I, I guess starting this Saturday, My Hero Academia is going to have is going to have the episode like two episodes starting in eight, like one episode and then another one. Am I right about that? Yeah, it's like the beginning of Adult Swim. Yeah, apparently they took off uh, Super and Kai. The future is now, yeah. man. That's kind of interesting, because, like, that means they aren't airing anywhere in Adult Swim. Well, you know, I, I feel like, and this was something I was going to mention, like, I, I feel like we may see Super pop up again on the block. I know they I took mean, it when off. it eventually comes out. Well, unless you're, unless you're no. talking about the old episodes. 
Yeah, I'm talking about like they may go from episode one of Super and just kind of fill a spot in the end of the block, which honestly, I don't see why you you couldn't do that, honestly. I mean, yes, it's streaming on, on Funimation now, but, you know, if it's filling a space for now and they're using that money intelligently, I, I don't really care. As long as it's not like at fucking 11 o'clock, I'm good. <laughs> Or high. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it would be fine on reruns. Again, I mean, come on. (laughs) Shut up, Caboose. (laughs) You know damn well they would do that. I know. That's why I'm making a funny haha. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a little worried to see what they, what's coming this year, because I don't know if there's anything in the beginning of this year, other than, you know, sword art that just came out that can kind of, that will take, that will play on Toonami. I just, I don't know, but obviously they have this season. Yeah. Yeah. There's not. So I'm wondering if we may get some older shows that we've already seen, or maybe, you know, probably just, probably just older choice cuts that they, didn't get the first time yeah yeah i think that's the best option because there are good options like out there like they can air like re-zero or something yeah and yes. that would probably that do well too, considering, considering that there's season two coming out in april yeah so it'd be perfect timing and i'm sure crunchyroll would like them to air it well like we were saying mob psycho 100 season two i mean they could they should yeah, put that on there at some point one. yeah so i mean <sighs> Yeah, I feel the only thing stopping that at this point is, like, the fact that Funimation is streaming it right now. Are are they doing that? Yeah, they're still streaming Season 2 on there. I feel like they... I don't know if that, that would stop it, though. I feel like that would be... Again, I mean, we, we don't know how these deals work, but, I mean, it, it just makes more sense to me that, you know, like... They wanted Psycho Pass on there for a reason because it's on TV. Because Japan is always like, it needs to be on TV. So I can't see why that would affect it. But there again, I don't know. I mean, these deals are so convoluted that it's it's so weird. I mean, fucking Symbionic Titan, we, we didn't... We, the question out there for so long was, can that even be streamed on a service? And then all of a sudden it pops up on Netflix. And by the way... Go ahead, Netflix. Makes more, more, make more episodes of it, please, please, please. Gendy already please. wants to do it. Just, just make it happen. If it's, if it makes it happen, I am completely fine with you making that series. I'm, I'm dead serious. Same thing with Mega, Mega XLR. If there's some way to do it, I am completely on board with it. You know what I mean? So, and by the way, it's going to be interesting to see. And obviously, this won't show up on the block, but it's going to be interesting to see. If Megas XLR shows up on Netflix eventually as well, because if Symbionic Titan, which was only digitally on iTunes, can show up on Netflix, that means that it can show up on a streaming service as well. So that's good news. And I, and I hope it does. I really do hope it does. So. But. Yeah, I mean, if you guys out there that are listening to this podcast, if you want something on or you think you know what's going to be coming this year other than obviously like attack on Titan and those other shows like fire force and that, that are getting more seasons, you know, uh, hit us up Uh podcast at tsunami is the email. 
uh, you can tweet us at Tanami Podcast, and uh, maybe we will, you know, answer you, and maybe we'll read it on the podcast next time too, as well. So please do give us your feedback and uh, tweet at us. But um, I think we we've come to a good point here in this podcast. So um, first of all, I should mention that we have something going on called the Tsunami Faithful Awards, um, and the two gentlemen on this podcast right now, Alien and uh, V-Lord here, have been very crucial in that. So thank you guys for doing that. Um, and it seems like you guys uh, seems like you guys out there really have enjoyed it. So this might be something that we continue to do every single year. Um, I promise next time I'll up the game because I didn't really I didn't think it was going to take off like it did. So I'll. Anybody that wants to be an editor for free, please contact me, Paul Pascrillo at TsunamiFaithful.com. Um, and I'll, I'll try to up our game in that respect. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys for voting, and thank you guys for taking part in this because this definitely helps. And, you know, thank you for the staff members that are helping out with this because it is really well. By the way, if we don't pick your show or we don't pick your voice actor or actress – I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Clearly your choice was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually. <laughs> I, I'm going to find that, uh, that Homer, that Homer thing where he, he sneaks into the bush and disappears. That's me right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so please do take part in that. Um, it's going to go through the end of February. Um, I'm actually going to make a page where all the awards are there. So it makes it easier for you guys just to vote in everything. But the last day in February is the last time you can vote. And sometime in March, I will announce, um, I will announce the winners. So, um, and again, thank you guys for taking part. Like I'm extremely happy with how it's turning out. Um, Hopefully I can get Caboose involved in this. He'll probably tell me, go fuck yourself, but whatever. Go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> so, um, but, um, and then the other new thing that we have, and I, and I set this up on my like five day mini vacation was, um, we have a t-shirt store for the podcast, um, where you guys can buy podcast t-shirts. Um, for those of you that wanted me to do it in different colors, your wish has been granted. I've done it. Um, so there's t-shirts available, there's stickers available, there's even, um, sweaters available. So, um, it's teespring.com slash stores slash Toonami Faithful. If you guys are interested again, and I need to make this very clear, none of the money that comes from that goes in my pocket or any of the staff members pockets. It goes directly to funding the site which is actually coming up in April where I need to fund this site. So anything that you can do, even if you just want to do a one-time donation where you don't even want to buy a shirt and you want to just give us money, which is completely fine, let me know and we can, uh, we can make that happen. So again, I'm not, I'm not begging for money. I don't want, I, I'm not going to ever beg you guys for money, but if you can help us, please do because you know, it does go to a good cause. So, um, but yeah, so let me let, let's uh, let's do our housekeeping. As I said before, you can email us podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, if you have any feedback for the podcast, if there's anything you want to see, if there's anything you want us to change, please do email us and let us know. Um, 
Obviously, we are on social media, uh, Twitter. You can follow us at Toonami Podcast. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Please do follow us uh, on both of their both uh, social media platforms. And yeah. Also, we are pretty much on every single podcast app out there. We're even on, which is brand new, um, the radio.com app. We're on there. Um, but we're also on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher. Uh, it's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts. Um, and we're pretty much, on, like I said, on every other app that you can think of. We're on. So um, if you're listening, if you want, if you're listening to us, or you're now a new listener, if you search us on any of your favorite apps, we should be there. If we're not, let me know, and I'll reach out to that app and get us added as soon as possible. Um, but for those of you that are new, soundcloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. That's where you want to go. We have episode one all the way through to this episode that you're listening to right now. So please do uh, follow us there as well. And that's where you'll get to hear all of our episodes, all of our audio interviews as well. So, And last but not least, uh, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Or it, it's not Tsunami Faithful Podcast anymore. It's Tsunami Faithful uh, basically there we are doing things to give you guys more for helping fund what we do. So we have what's called a Tsunami Faithful Pass where you can – where basically any interviews that we do come to you first. We try to get you the podcast episodes first. They come out early. And, you know, you're just getting uh, also behind-the-scenes audio where we, we fuck up and screw up and whatever. So – Again, the, the address there is podcast or patreon.com slash Toonami Faithful. And that is where you can help donate as well. Please do if you can. And thanks to all the, all the people that do currently right now. Um, but uh, let's get on out of here. Caboose, where can they find you, sir? You can find me at uh, Caboose Jr. YouTube, Twitter, um caboose underscore jr or junior on twitch streaming there yeah that's that's it and alien where can they find you very enthusiastic you can find me on twitter at alien renegade you can also look at my videos on youtube just search up alien renegade videos and you can also check out my music, Ampren, A-M-P-R-E-N, on every streaming platform. I've finally uploaded all my Tanami Beats albums on there, so go give them a listen. All right. And V-Lord, where can they find you? People can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. I mainly kind of just talk about manga on there nowadays. So if you're into manga, follow me because I talk about a lot of cool stuff. Aside from that, I obviously write stuff for ChinamiFaithful.com and Alt-Comic.com. So if you're interested in my reviews or articles on there, check those out. And as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, I host the Demon Slayer podcast, which can be found on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast. And we're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And we also have a subpage on the Tommy Faithful website at TanamiFaithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. So check out all of those. 
And just like the Tommy Faithful podcast, we're basically on every podcast app at this point. So whatever you listen to podcasts on, just look us up, subscribe, and listen to the episodes. Yeah, and, and again, if, if there's anything, any app, like any any app that we're not on that you like to listen to podcasts on and you want the Demon Slayer podcast on there, reach out to me and just let me know. You know, I'm on Twitter and I'm in the Discord and I'll get to that in just a second. But please do let me know so that way we can kind of make sure that you guys that we're actually on that app for you guys. So, yeah, just let me know. Um, but as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can find me on our Discord, the Toonami Faithful Discord. Um, you can just at me, Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, Paul Pascrillo at ToonamiFaithful.com. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much very accessible. So, but um, that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and that's it for us. Peace. And if you're crazy, go back a minute, take a shot for every time they say podcast. Yeah, maybe. But that's it for us. Peace. We're out. <laughs>